you're in trouble, John Corner. You in trouble for show. Where in Rima? Seven till nine. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, I woke up yesterday morning. Yes. Yes. House smelled so good. Yes. But I dare not touch what was in the crock pot. Something was in the crock just pot. Just steaming away yesterday morning, so I came over to work. When I got home yesterday, my wife had the barbacoa laid my my taco had the uh, barbacoa laid out there on the shelf, and she was picking the fat uh, out, getting it uh, all ready so she could freeze it. Uh, and I'm gonna love. I had me some barbacoa this morning, uh, and I'm gonna have me some more barbacoa a little bit later on when I get home because uh, you know what. Because in San Antonio, you're all a bunch of tacos down here. You're a bunch of tacos. We help this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, (laughs) and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Uh, She comes to San Antonio and calls everybody. I don't don't really get that she called people. Breakfast she tacos. was comparing them to breakfast tacos, and they, they, even the National Hispanic Radio or journalist said, <laughs> right. "We're not tacos. We're not tacos." I oh, mean, they I, got the message. Yeah, they I mean, got it. Well, you know, here's the message I got. She's she's an elitist puke, and she has probably never had a breakfast taco in her life. She thinks she she's hasn't. being funny. Yeah, just like he thinks he's. But the fact that she couldn't say, you know, bodega, ah. that, that's what got me. Especially it's been Bogotas. in the news for two weeks. Bogotas. Bogotas. Yeah. So she's going to the Bogotas to have a oh, to God. have a taco. A taco. As distinct as the Bogotas of the Bronx. <laughs> Oh, the wait a minute. It was better because half world away at the White House, her husband's celebrating gun control, right? Celebrating gun control. That's what he said. We're ce- here to celebrate gun control for something that happened a century ago. <laughs> Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, 1918. 1918, oh, God, yeah. that's what it was. He remembers 1918. That's why, it's, uh, that's why he screwed up. He well, remembers the summer of 1918. He and Corn Pop were there together. That's right. You know, and, and Nelson, he flew Nelson in from South Africa. Right. And they were hanging out there and dealing with all the gun problems in how, 1918. How embarrassing, man. How embarrassing does this have to get? Apart from the fact that the country sucks right now Amen. and the economy sucks, do we have to be routinely embarrassed by this guy, by yes. this walking cadaver? Hey, man, Roots Action, a national progressive advocacy group, began organizing a campaign to prevent Biden from running as the Democrat Party's 2024 nominee. Uh, President Biden has neither been bold nor uh, inspiring, Roots Action said. His basic prospects for winning re-election are bleak. With so much at stake, making him the Democrat Party's standard bearer in 2024 would be a tragic mistake. So, hashtag, and they put together an organization. This is a progressive organization. Right. It's an AOC deal. Don't run Joe. That's the name of it. Well, they, they realize. They feel, I think they're all sort of waking up to the fact that this guy's an anchor around their necks, yeah. man. He's horrible. Yeah. I think I think, I think they knew he was going to be bad. I don't think they knew he was going to be this bad. Uh, the 538, a very well-known blog website, uh, Tyler Darden's thing, 538 uh, survey shows that Biden's approval rating dropped below 39%. <laughs> Civics has him, they do a day-to-day, yeah. at 29%. 29%. And man. only 60% of Democrats. More than 70%. 78% want him to actually run. <laughs> he may actually go down in history as one of the worst presidents this country has oh, ever Oh, the had. worst. He's already the made worst. it to the worst. Uh, Michigan Democrat voter Nicole Ferrier, 38 years old, voted for him and told the New York Times she wants a president with younger blood. She said <laughs> since he took office, she went from living a comfortable lifestyle to an I-can't-afford-anything-anymore lifestyle. <laughs> well, welcome to the club, sweetheart. Yeah, so are the rest of us. Uh, I'm on the radio and I'm getting pinched. New York Republican <laughs> voter John Waldron is 69. He voted for Biden in 2020, mm. telling the New York Times he regrets voting for Biden. I thought he was going to do something for this country, but now he's doing nothing. Well, he is. He's selling us out to China, folks. Selling well, us out yeah. to China. But, you know, they're all so shocked. It's funny. They're so shocked that he, that he sucks and he's inept. He's been around for 100 years, you know. I mean, uh, what, what do they expect from him? You know, I really think they thought they could trot him out there and, and pull the strings. And as long as he just did what they told him to do, they'd be fine. And what they figured out is he can't even do that. He's not even capable of just doing what he's told to do. 
And so they can't get around him anymore. They can't get around. Every, it's on display for everybody to see how feeble he's become. So we had, and, and I covered a lot of this yesterday, we had the New York Times write a piece over the weekend that Joe's too old. And, and now that makes about the sixth piece they've written right. here recently about that. No, so, yeah. Then you have the Washington Post, two Democrat-controlled right. mouthpieces for the Democrat Party, Washington Post, New York Times, they are the papers of record that the Democrat Party takes their cue from. The Washington Post says, we can't verify this story about this 10-year-old being raped and parents having to take her across the line. We can't find that this even happened. So the 10-year-old doesn't even exist. The attorney general for Ohio says a bunch of crap. That's a, that's a totally false story, but the president is, is spreading that story around. So now you've got the New York Times, the Washington Post, you've got this roots organization mm-hmm. all these organizations they're trying to dump joe and what i think i just have a little theory and i could be totally wrong on this theory and if i am i am but uh maybe just maybe they're trying to dump him before november so that they can save <laughs> whatever they can out of the house and senate by blaming everything on him it's all him that would seem like a, de- a good plan for them it's from all their him. perspective they it's can play, put it all on his shoulders That's it. he's gone now he's you know? gone yeah, he's got a lot of people leaving his own staff. His own, kid, a lot of folks are taking off. We're like to seventy-two. Seventy-two people have cut bait on that guy. That's right. You know that really wouldn't surprise me if they try to dump his ass before November. Well, because they could say, hey, you know, we that, it's his fault, man. We uh, we're so sorry. We'll make things better. That's right. Uh, trust us. And they've been, but you know what? Up until this point, they've loved his ass. Up until this point, they've covered for him. Everything. He's done, you know, he's done things they wanted him to do. Right. He's just a public embarrassment, and people don't like him, and they know it. Well, they're trying to put all this around somebody's neck when it's the Democrat Party. The oh, yeah. Democrats, Democrats, all of them, every single Democrat, they are the biggest threat to the United States of America. It's not China, it's not Iran. It's not anybody else. It's not anywhere else. It is Democrats, and they must be defeated in November. Well, yeah, because it's not. If they shuffle him off, it's not going to matter. I no, mean, it's, it's still the same agenda. They're it's still the going. same policies. It's Marxism. They're still the same extremities. Uh, in fact, I had a guy call yesterday, and he said, uh, "Here's the thing. I've got a a uncle or you know whatever that is a lifelong Democrat. And he and I have been fighting forever. And he said, I found out a way to find out." what they're really about. I get him really mad, and then he explains what they're about. <laughs> says they hate the Constitution, they hate this country, and they're about tearing all of that down so they can rebuild it in their ideals, which is Marxism. And it's true. It's going on. It's happening oh, yeah. right now as we speak. If you just look at everything that they're doing, whether it's the crime in the streets that they have brought about, the collapsing of the border, and on and on, we could go give a million examples every single morning right. about what they're doing. They are the biggest threat to the country. Democrats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the greatest domestic terror threat we have is our own government. And say that for a little while. The Democratic Party, yeah. That's exactly right. Well, and your own government, basically, is so. how to get you one way or the other. <laughs> so two years ago when uh, when he won, uh, you know, there was a lot of cheat by mail that were going on. So uh, Javier Becerra, who is the secretary of HHS uh, Health and Human Services, he says yesterday, get ready, because right about uh, October, we're going to have to probably lock down again because we got two new variants of COVID coming. Couldn't see that one coming, man. Right. Couldn't see that on the on the horizon. One of the variants is called midterm, and the other one is called <laughs> cheap by mail variant. Right, right. <laughs> well, we couldn't see that one coming, could you? Uh-uh. We called that two years ago. Uh-huh. Man, we get to the midterms, man. There's yep. suddenly going to be another outbreak of COVID. Yep. With a, maybe, a, maybe a smattering of monkeypox to go with it. You know what I mean? Just so we could be inclusive. I'm just saying. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Spread it around. Spread the love. Right. Biden administration working hard to not do anything stupid during Afghanistan withdrawal anniversary. Mm. The anniversary of the Afghanistan debacle and withdrawal that uh, he got 13 of our soldiers Mm. killed is coming up in August. And the Biden administration is working hard on its public perception leading up to the one-year anniversary. Biden team is particularly concerned that marking the occasion isn't done properly. The American people will be reminded of what a disaster withdrawal. So I'm going to say right around that time, Joe will disappear for a few days. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, he'll call a lid for like a week. <laughs> he doesn't want anything. He doesn't want anything to do with that anniversary. They don't want him out None there. of them want anything to do with that anniversary. They just want that to pass by That's very quickly and quietly. Nobody even called attention to it. At the very end of the broadcast, oh, yes, it's also the anniversary of the Afghanistan below. I'll bet you See right now. Night. I'll bet you right now ABC won't even talk about it. I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. They no. won't even mention it. Or they'll mention it in passing. 
very, very quickly. Just throw out a headline, yeah. if they mention it at all. Uh, by the way, do you know who's in control of most of Ang- Afghanistan right now and the resources of Afghanistan, like the lithium that's over there and the oil that's over there and all the other resources in Afghanistan? China. Of course. Of course. China. China's taken over the world, man. <laughs> Thanks to Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. This, we all going to be speaking Mandarin at some point. Let me tell you something, man. This piece that Hunter, uh, that uh, Tucker Carlson did last night, right. and I linked it on my Facebook page. I'm sure Facebook will take it down, but it's on the Fox News site. It is a blockbuster. Is that when he goes after uh, Hunter and, and yeah. starts linking all that stuff? And they're up? doing a uh, – he, he has investigators traveling the world right now investigating the, the laptop, the text messages – and he details. It's a 25-page deal from last wow. night. The monologue, monologue must have been an hour long last night. It had to have been. And uh, it's available on the Fox site. It's also on my Facebook page. But you you got, you got to read every word because he goes into specific detail about how Hunter's connections are selling out the United States to China and China is paying the, the, the Biden family through, through, through a number of different ways so the big guy can get his 10% on of top. Of course. It's unbelievable. You've got to do the kickback. got to give him his tribute. Yeah. got to let him wet his beak a it, little. It really <laughs> is crazy what they are taking over. This Roma, Rosemont Realty Company that mm. Hunter had set up and was you know, real estating and right. all that kind of stuff, China bought it from him. Yeah. Well, they now no own surprise. all the real estate. No surprise. Oh, Bill Gates has been buying up even more farmland. I saw that yeah, last week. Good little farmer, Andy. Farmer yeah, Bill. Farmer Bill. <laughs> the the nerd farmer. The world, world's food supply at some point. <laughs> anyway. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back more. We're in Ryman. Come on. Uh, BG products for your car, inside the engine of your car. Fantastic stuff. You drive a truck? No problem. Because BG's great in a truck, too. Whether it's gasoline or diesel or whatever it is you drive, it might be a four-cylinder or 12-cylinder, whatever. The BG products work fantastically well. What they do is they help protect the inside of the engine with more lubricity than anything else you can find. In fact, don't buy anything off the shelf because most of them are just watered-down junk, to tell you the truth. Not BG. A lot of science has gone into BG, and you can learn more about that when you log on to their website. You can also find a shop to install it for you. Most of these oil change places where you have your oil change, they... Most of them carry it, but greater than 90-some-odd percent carry it. And if they don't, for whatever weird reason, just ask them, and they'll get it for you. Uh, They also have a great fuel injector and fuel system cleaner that's amazing to help you save every time you fuel up. That's BG Products at BGFindAShop.com. Going to be hot. Hot sauce. Small chance of rain at 103. Right now, it's 80 at KTSA. Where in Rima? You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. So fully, I'm not joking. <laughs> what you got over there, Mr. Rima? Well, I got a quick movie review. I got a movie review. I uh, wasn't feeling well this weekend, but I, we wanted to go sit and watch the Thor movie because my wife had already bought the ticket. So we went and saw Thor. I know you're not into the comic book thing, but just for the folks out there listening. And Don Morgan, have you seen Thor yet? You saw it? Um, Thor Love and Thunder. This is the first Marvel movie, I, I think one of the first produced in co- conjunction with Disney, who are who are very, very gay right now. Disney's very gay. Disney's gay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, that, I of all the Marvel movies, now I, I love the Marvel franchise. I love the Marvel Universe. I'm a little sick of it now. After the uh, Avengers thing wrapped up, but I like the movies. This, and I can say this honestly now, this was the first Marvel movie that I couldn't wait for it to be over. I, I, I hated it. I thought it was horrible. I thought it was a horrible, horrible movie. It was so stinking gay, and it tried to be so, well. Thor's not gay. At least there's that. Well, what does that mean? Thor it, didn't it was, end up being it was gay. gay. What does that well, mean? Well, you got a couple of lesbians in there. You got a couple of gay dudes that are made of rocks and stuff, you know. So it was a uh, gay rocks. Gay rock. It was a gay rock guy. It was a guy who's made of rocks and he's gay. Okay. And then you. How does that work, by the way? I'm just a- saying, anatomically, how does that work? Well, they they, they, have, they went into description. <laughs> they described yeah, the process. They did. in great detail. But when you look at a rock, right? What do what anatomically? It's a rock, dude. He's made of all kinds. But of I rocks. understand that. But does he have the 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 parts? Does he have one rock that's that's his what I'm curious. Of, well, and, and, and then two others. No, they they hang out over a over a volcano and uh, and they that's hold hands. Little rock babies are born and when did they dis- oh so th- so two gay rocks create gay 
create gay babies. Rock babies. Yes, yeah. that's an impossibility. That cannot happen. Gay well, people cannot procreate. We don't see very often dudes made of rocks either. But Disney I'm just saying. I'm saying. Mess. I the movie tried so hard to be funny. That it wasn't funny at all. Wasn't funny. You know, because they tried so hard to be funny that it wasn't funny. See, I thought I couldn't wait for it to be over. I thought he was funny. I, I, you know, we start talking to the hammer. Who's he? Chris, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth, Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. I I thought he was funny. The rest of it wasn't. I, I, it was the one. I've never wanted a movie to end so much in my life than that one. So I hated it. Did you consider getting up and walking out? Well, no, I'm not going to leave my family there in the in the movie theater and walk out on them. I'm not going to do that. I took a nap. <laughs> I just I went to sleep. To <laughs> I've done that before. I went to sleep. I did. I snoozed just for a little bit, and then woke up. Movie, I'm like, movie's still going. I'm like, God, when is this damn thing going to be over? Please let this end soon. My intelligence level is going down. It just, it was, it was not funny, and it was supposed to. It's basically a comedy. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree that that's that's right. really it's a straight up comedy? Yeah, it, it's not an adventure Marvel movie. It's more just funny, and it just wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a little gay. I got hey, I got nothing against gay people. Hey, gay people are cool. It's okay, all right. But this movie was a little too gay. It was just a little too gay for me. Did you feel cheated out of the money? No, no, because you know, I I blow as much at Seven Eleven or you know okay. <laughs> on Amazon on any given day. I just didn't like the movie. I just, yeah. It was the first Marvel movie that I actually really didn't like, and I just wanted it to end. See, I'm the opposite. I preferred that one over the rest of them that I've seen. See, because he, yeah, well, I, I don't I like the, see, I don't really care for the Marvel movies for, at no. all. So you would have no. people who don't like the Marvel movies would probably like this movie, right? I like the Marvel movies and I hated it, and it just couldn't yeah. be over soon enough. I can see, I can see why you would feel that way. Because it's gay. No, because it wasn't funny, and oh, I'm supposed okay. to. This is why I don't watch a lot of comedies. I don't watch a lot of comedies because the whole point of a comedy is to be funny. Yeah, and most laugh. comedies are not funny to me. Yeah, and like this movie was a straight up superhero comedy, and it wasn't funny. Yeah, so it failed. In in my, I mean, but people love it. I mean, everybody have you seen Elvis? Was, was, no, I have not seen Elvis. Are yet. you going to see Elvis at some point? It's yeah. not a comedy. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, see that that's in I'd its like favor. To see it. That's know? actually yeah. in its favor. I'd like right. to see it. Uh, I don't know if I'll see it at the theater, but I'd like to see it. Yeah, well, it's a good place to see it because of the music, right, sound, right. and all yeah. that. Well, anyway, just so you all know, just uh, Sean's giving a Thor movie a big thumbs down. <laughs> just wasn't. Uh, it, and, but you know what? Don't take my word for it. You you'll probably love it. General population, you'll probably freaking really love the movie. Okay, I'm artsy fartsy and I hated it, mm. but I hate most movies <laughs> at this point. <laughs> at this yeah. point, I don't really like movies. I'm not a big movie watcher because most of them suck. That happened to me a long, as you well know, that yeah. happened to me a long time. It's yeah. very few and very rare, like the Elvis thing, that right. I go see. But for the, the most part, but a lot of it's just formulaic. It's just the same crap over and over again. Yeah, you know. And I hate those computer animated movies. I, I just oh, I hate them. With a and, and was that what Thor was? No, a lot no, of no. CG and all well, that. There's a lot of CG. Yeah, a lot of CG. Yeah. But there's so much CG. After a while, it gets boring. You know what I mean? Because there's so much of it, and things are just exploding, and people are leaping through the air constantly, and it gets to the point where it overtakes the movie. It, well, it does. You, know, you, you 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 don't focus on the actors or the story anymore. It's everything that's going on it's around. Right. You, right. You know? So this movie, I appreciate that they really wanted to take it to a comedic level, which you know, great effort, you know. And have they done it with the comic books before? No, I mean, all the Marvel movies have a sense of humor running through them. Got it. Which is kind of the difference between DC and Marvel comics, and that DC is not funny at all. Right. And Marvel's always had sort of a humor to it. So all the movies have a a slight sense of humor about them. Got it. But this was a, a complete comedy. It was a straight up comedy. And Trey, it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. <laughs> there you go. And if it's a comedy, it's not funny for me. You failed. No, did, you fail. you, did you find Deadpool to be funny? I I like the first one yeah. sorta, but I'm not really into the Deadpool. Right. Okay. They're a little too over the top for me. I mean, I, I don't know. My, it's, my, my family it's a movie them. about superheroes. Well, I, well, it's supposed to be over the top. I know, but see, when you work from a basis of superhero love, like I do, you know what I mean? Right. I have a baseline of comic book you know, mentality, mm-hmm. and uh, Deadpool, I don't know, just a little too much. <laughs> All right. 
Well, go see Elvis and let us know what you think about that, right, too. Right, go see Elvis. It's worth it. All right, quick break. Uh, more Warren Ryman coming up for you here on KTSA. Stevens Roofing. You've heard me talk about Stevens now for well over 20 years. They have been my roofer at my home for over 20 years now. And they're uh, family-owned, and that's what I really like. I like the fact that they are local. They deal with the same weather that we're dealing with right now, so it's hot. And they're dealing with that, too. Long, hot days, and uh, your roof is baking in the sun. And what that means is everything that they use on the roof starts to heat up. And, of course, when it heats and it's and it cools off, expansion and contraction of all the shingles and everything up there, you're going to have a problem eventually. It is going to happen. And also, all the caulking around all the vent pipes and around the chimney and all that kind of stuff, it tends to dry out in this stuff. So what I'd recommend to you is a free, no-obligation roof inspection. They're not going to try to sell you anything that you don't need. Let them look at all that to make sure you don't have cracks in the caulking and all the other places where it could happen because of the heat right now and have them take care of that for you because it is going to rain again. And when it does, you want to make sure you don't have leaking going on. Check with my friends over at Stevens Roofing, commercial or residential metal or composition, licensed by the city of San Antonio. Your roof covers your home and your family. Be sure your roof is safe and secure. Stevens Roofing has your family covered at 210-785-0994. They're listening. They're listening. Who's listening? Listening. Well, last hour I talked to Wes Bunch. Oh, yeah. Bridgehead IT. Right. And we were talking about how to get malware off your computer. Right. Because in most cases, you don't even know it's there. But it's there, you know. Right. Especially if you went to one of them sites. <laughs> you know, look at me for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any energy for that no, stuff. No, not anymore, right? But anyway, uh, so if you uh, if you can get malware and all that kind of stuff, so he he had ways of taking it off your computer. And I said, what about if you've got like say Norton three sixty on your computer? Mm. Uh, will that help? Oh yeah. And you, he said, the key is to keeping it updated right. and so on. So I've been prime shopping all day. That's <laughs> what I've been doing because it's Prime Day. So. I'm not allowed to do that anymore, by the way. So, Good, <laughs> you're doing it for me. Are man. you? Are you? Uh, have you been? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in quarantine from yeah. buying anything on Amazon. That's okay. Trey bought a big bucket of cat treats. He doesn't even have a cat. I did. Why? I bought. Well, why not? Because it kept offering it to me. It kept saying, you "Get this cat food. Cat it? food. Get this cat food." Wait a minute. You actually bought cat food. You don't have a cat. <laughs> yeah. Why not? What the hell did you do that for? Because it's they kept offering it. But, but here's you, the deal. You don't have a cat. I know. I know. <laughs> I know, but I'm going to get one now. Price, Apparently, I'll have, was right. I'll have the whole neighborhood because I'll just set it out we, on the porch. No, you, know? you need to get a cat to go with that food. I will. <laughs> but anyway, the whole Norton 360 thing, the number one offering on the Prime Day deal right now on your Lightning Deals tray wear is the Norton 360 for $19.99. Usually $89.99. Now you can get it for $19.99. It's because the man's listening to you. The man's listening to everything you say, everything we say. I want a million dollars. Free money. I want a million dollars. I'd like free money. I want a million dollars. Breasts. Did you say, anyway, what so. you say, breast? <laughs> Why did you just holler out breast? Because I want to see if it comes up if I start seeing oh, breasts on oh, my news Oh, I see, I see. Because that's why. Yeah. See if it pops up on my news feed. Hey, it's raining at Judson in 1604. Mm. Okay, good. So there you we go. We need some rain. need some more rain. Lone Star State is doing it on its own. Border agents arrest 26,000 migrants at five Texas sectors. Less than a week as Governor Abbott defies Biden and claims new enforcement power. So 10,000 of those migrants crossed into one Texas border town alone. Nearly three-quarters apprehended by Border Patrol were single adults. The five sectors are Del Rio, Rio Grande Valley, El Paso, Laredo, and Big Bend. Governor Greg Abbott directed the Texas National Guard and the Texas Department of Public Safety to apprehend the migrants. In direct opposition of what Joe Biden says we're going to do, Greg Abbott says, well, we're going to do it on our own. He did it by executive order last week, and it rounded up 26,000 of them. Good. Somebody's doing something. That's right. He cares about Texas, man. If you're gonna, if you're waiting on this administration to do a damn thing for Texas, other than try to flood us with illegal aliens, you're 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 living in a dream world. There man. you go. So good on Greg, Greg Abbott, man, for doing something. So there you 26, go. Twenty six thousand. Twenty six thousand. In just a couple of days. That's not bad. Shows you what can be done in just a couple of days. Well, it also shows you the type of volume they're dealing with down right, there. Right. In just a couple of days, if he was able to round up 26,000, imagine how many got away. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But still, at least there's 26,000 we right. have to worry about. That's right. Keep so, it up, man. Way Keep to go, Greg. Way to go. Rock on. I got to mention this. I, I this, this woman here in Texas who was in the high occupancy, the HOV line. 
Yeah. Have you heard of that? And, oh, and she yeah. cl- did you guys talk about that yesterday? Yeah, and we also played. Uh, we had a long bit from her talking I heard about. That, I heard that the audio where she's in a HOV lane. She gets pulled over. She's got one kid. You're supposed to have two other passengers, and she claims her her unborn child is the third passenger, and that's why she shouldn't be taken. Oh, second passenger. Second passenger. Yeah. I, I think she ought to. I think I think it's a brilliant argument. I think she. <laughs> I think they, I think they should just should have should have just ripped the ticket up at that point. Right, like, right. well, you got me there. Well, and and their argument, of course, is the penal code says yes, that's right. two. So, in other words, if somebody were to harm her and cause a spontaneous right. abortion, that would be murder. Right. So that's the penal code. But the traffic code says it's got to be two separate individuals outside of the body. I think they ought to just give it to her for creativity, man. Well, you know, what <laughs> I've always said about it, up. seriously, and what I've always said about HOV lanes, what I said yesterday, was that they just need to get rid of them. Yeah. Let everybody use all highway real estate. Yes. Absolutely, because it sits there empty. Any, never made any sense to me. No, it sits there empty. But I think they, I think they had to rip that ticket up just because she came up with that argument. That's a brilliant argument, H- especially in Texas, right, where we're anti-abortion and uh, we basically outlawed abortions here. So why not? I think her argument works. And they asked her about that. Of course, the anchor's got to go back to that. There's two things the anchor's got to go to when they're asking questions, right? In the mm-hmm. interview, is abortion and January sixth. ABC six. ABC. Their lead story. All morning has been January 6th. Why? Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon is going to be in Oh, boy. Steve Bannon. And most yeah. of America is going, who cares? Right. Nobody gives a crap. Uh, but they do because they got to bury Trump, baby. they got to get rid of him. That, well, yeah, I don't think that's working for him. That's I don't not think anybody's paying in any attention to this. You know what it's doing? It's having the opposite effect. Well, sure. People are fired up for Trump. Well, the, well yeah. Well, they are. The more you see... How crazy they are over Trump still to this day. I mean, yeah. how long have these freaking hearings been going on, man? Like three or four weeks? Well, they've already said they're going to try to extend them into next year. Well, of course. They, well, at least through November. So, But they're, they're idiots. This is not working for them. Yeah. It's having the opposite effect. So, People joke about this crap. So keep it up, Democrats. Yeah, by all means. Please, and ABC, keep it up because nobody trusts you. Nobody right. believes you. You're a propaganda network for the Democrat Party. That's all you are, ABC, owned by Disney. <laughs> right. And I, I'm not a big old fan of Disney right now, to be honest with you, just for a number of reasons. But... Uh, well, speaking of Elon Musk and, and Trump, uh, Elon and Trump have been going at it. So, oh, yeah, see, this true. is what happens with Trump sometimes. I love him, but this is what happens with him. When somebody gets on his nerves, either personally or politically or whatever, he goes after them and takes his eye off the ball. Let me explain. Uh, Elon said, you know, right. I like Ron DeSantis. I'm interested in Ron DeSantis. If Ron DeSantis runs, I'll probably vote for Ron DeSantis. This was a couple of months ago that Elon said it. Well, that got me, and that was like nails on a chalkboard to Donald Trump. Well, I don't remember him reacting to that. Did he, he react is to now. It? Oh, yeah. He, the other night he called him a bull artist. Yeah, but that was about Twitter, right? Well, yes, but what is under his skin right now is the politics of Elon Musk. That's getting that's getting at Donald Trump. So Donald Trump called him a, a, you know, a BS artist the other night. And uh, so they continued to go back and forth at each other. Musk tweeted yesterday, it's time for Trump to hang up his hat and ride off into the sunset. And Democrats knock off the January 6th stuff because all you're doing is you're making it easier for him to get back in it. And then Elon said, and it's not a bad idea, the maximum age to get involved in in politics like that (laughs) should be about 69. Well, yeah, because uh, whether it's a president or it's Congress, you know, these dinosaurs hang on yeah. as long as they can right you know uh, as far as the Twitter, I, trump i i don't that never bothered me about you i don't really think he gets off the ball i think he just says exactly what's on his mind and i think with the twitter thing he honestly reacted that well you made this big deal about buying twitter then you didn't buy it fair enough well you know what i mean so I, I don't fair enough. i don't think he's getting under his skin i think trump's just being trump well, f- fair enough i i think trump has a tendency to to get distracted and you can't get distracted right now the enemy of this country is the Democrat Party. Yeah, Democrats. I mean, he, and Elon Musk is not the enemy. Right, but uh, but so. Trump also likes DeSantis. So I mean, I I don't you know what I mean? It, it, Trump is probably going to put his hand on his shoulder when he decides to run. I would just prefer that Donald Trump be talking about Democrats and only Democrats and a just an absolute bloodbath at the poll in November. And don't worry about what Elon's saying. Just talk about the Democrats and what the Democrats right. are doing to this country to destroy this nation. They're the biggest threat we have. Well, that's the thing everybody should be focused on. You know, uh, you know, I just I, I just look at it as Trump being Trump. Like, well, 
you know, but you backed out of a deal that you made a big deal out of. Now, you know what I mean? As far as that's concerned, uh, Twitter says they're going to sue Elon to make him buy them. <laughs> of course. Now, when he announced several months ago that he was going to buy Twitter, everybody at Twitter said we're going to quit if he buys us. <laughs> Well, they're a lunatic. They don't know what the hell. So now... They have no idea. They're, they just got to be upset <laughs> over something. Now that they're getting what they wanted, and that is Elon not buying them. No, now we're going to sue you. We're going to make you buy us. <laughs> it's a bunch of yahoos. <laughs> All right. Quick break. More wearing rhyme coming up. At uh, Amogee Bank, it's fantastic when you're dealing with our friends at Amogee Bank because they are your business bank. All they care about is your family and your family business and making sure that your family business has all the resources that you need and resources go beyond just money they got plenty of that to be able to loan you in terms of loans capital improvement things that you might be wanting to do investments that you might be wanting to make for your family run business and of course lines of credit so you can keep the lights on pay the insurance pay the employees and so on amogee is your family business bank they can set you up with all that but resources go beyond money Resources also mean brain power, and you need a lot of that when you're in a family-run business. You need a mediator, you know, you need a negotiator sometimes, you need somebody who's smart at the law, those kinds of things, and Amogee can help. Well, they're the total package. They're the whole deal. They're the real deal when it comes to family-run businesses. No other institution does what Amogee can when it comes to family-run businesses. They truly understand it. They deliver the products and services that you need on time and even a lot of times ahead of time before you even know you needed it. That's Amogee. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. What day it is, huh? Anybody? It's July the 12th, so what day is it? It's July 12th. Let's see here. Actually, we got quite a few today. Oh, good. It's Cow Appreciation Day. Oh, moo. So go love on a cow, man. Mm. Go wrap your arms around a cow and give it a big old hug and a squeeze <laughs> and a kiss. I can tell cow. you. Go kiss a cow, man. I can tell you stories. <laughs> really? I don't want to know, man. <laughs> I don't want to know those stories. Uh, it's... <laughs> Don Morgan's like totally mine. We're both a little mystified. You can tell us stories. I used to. What kind of stories well, I, could you tell us? I, no, don't ask him that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 you guys, you bunch of perverts. No, wait a minute. I used to own, uh, I was in the rancher business with my dad. Right. We had longhorn cattle. So many, many times I'm out there working in the middle of the night on a cow that's delivering a baby or whatever. So I worked cattle for years. Not in the way you're thinking. You, well, I just said go that, love on a cow yeah, and said I could tell you stories. Well, about, I'm like, what are you got to do in a about jacuzzi with a cow or about, what? <laughs> <laughs> I might throw one in a jacuzzi every once in a while. You never know. <laughs> oh, Clarabelle. That's right. You're so fetching. Elsie. 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 You know, being here in the hot tub with you puts me in the mind of some beef, right. beef stew. I was going to make another joke, but I'm not. Um, it's also <laughs> paper bag day. <laughs> oh, God. So love on a paper bag. Etch a sketch day. I, <laughs> what, are you, what the hell? <laughs> Am I supposed to love on an etch a sketch? He <laughs> <laughs> can draw dirty pictures on an etch a sketch. And mom comes draw the cow it. on the yeah. etch a sketch. Right. Draw the cow. <laughs> Love on an etch a sketch. <laughs> Most people require a little more space, but whatever. <laughs> the thing about etch a sketch I never liked is it's not permanent. You know, I mean, what's the point? You draw Shake something and up. just get rid of it. I mean, you know, it's yeah. so temporary. It's lonely. Anyway, um, it's National Eat Your Jello Day. Yeah. Uh, let's dedicate that one to Joe Biden. You did that for four months straight. I did. I ate a lot of Jello. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a lot of Jello. Jello was my friend. That's all I got. So uh, it's Cow Appreciation Day, Paper Bag Day. Etch a sketch day and National Eat Your Freaking Jello Day. So there you go. Joe <laughs> Biden, eat your damn jello. What kind of jello do you like? Do I like? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Got I guess flavor. I like uh, cherry jello. Okay. I like cherry jello. I don't eat jello all the time, mm. but I mean, I, I like cherry jello. Yeah. That I'm, sounds like a, like a 70s band, doesn't it? it cherry, <laughs> cherry jello. jello. <laughs> or a movie from the 70s. <laughs> a movie from the 70s. <laughs> they showed oh, in Times God, Square in New York for 25 cents. <laughs> Swedish video, right? <laughs> she was a dancer at the jello. lamppost. <laughs> Her name was Cherry Jello. Cherry Jello does Dallas. Ladies and gentlemen, go. please welcome to the stage Cherry Jello. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she only knows one dance. That's right. <laughs> That's all that matters. All right. More Wearing Rabbit coming up.
and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, Florida dad uh, shouted down by the school board, uh, Joe Biden and AR-15s. We got all that stuff uh, to get to. We got lots of stuff to get to. I, I just got to, I want to comment on something. I, I don't know, you probably talked about this yesterday, I don't know. But this picture from NASA that was released uh, yesterday. Uh, uh, off the James Webb Space Telescope. Have you seen that? I have, and it's uh, it shows uh, a section of the of the universe, and there are thousands of galaxies, thousands and thousands of galaxies just float floating around each other, and according to NASA uh, administrator Bill Nelson, to give you some scale, if you he says if you held a grain of sand on the tip of your finger at arm's length. That is the part of the universe that you're seeing in this image. That's one tiny little piece of the universe. And things like this are, are amazing to me, really just fascinating, because you, I look at it, and I, I do believe in God. I believe God created all of that, whatever that is. But you look at something like that, and you just ask yourself, what is it? <laughs> what is it? What is it that we are in? What is all of that? Does that go on forever? Uh, is is it is that contained in something even larger? It's just these kind of questions are the thing are the things that that I just I think about. I try to what I try to do. Maybe this is the writer in me. Is sometimes I try to forget what is uh, I'm inured to, or I I'm it's so familiar. You know, when you really just kind of disconnect yourself and try to see things for the first time. I do that a lot, right? Try to see things for the very first time and and just ignore all of my preconceived ideas about whatever it may be. And so when I look at that, we call it space, we call it the call those galaxies, you know, these are all names that we've attached to this stuff. Mm-hmm. And and we just assume it's it wants space. We're in space, you know, because like you have closet space, mm-hmm. you have space out there, which is a really lame thing to call it because we really don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to know what it is. Well, okay. We, we don't know what it is, and that's why we're doing exploration. But, well, yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, what is it okay. that we're in? Okay. It's amazing. Well, I, I it takes think... takes breath away. I think one of the explanations of it might be you find it in Genesis 1. You also find it in Romans 1. And I think God was very clear. I think what you're seeing there, and it's a gorgeous picture. And oh, what yeah. it what it does show is that this goes on forever and that it's just... An incredible, uh, beautiful reflection of the glory of God. What what He is showing through that kind of through that kind of of uh, revelation that we're getting now, because that's always existed as long from from Genesis one when He created that. That's always been there. Our feeble little tiny little minds are just now creating the vehicles to find it and and send the images back to us. That's a reflection of how immense and how glorious and how unbelievable and how holy and other he is from us. Oh, he's quite the artist. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how I look at it. Because uh, when you really try to conceive of all of that, the thing is, it's it's all one thing. There's not one thing in the universe that can exist without everything else in the universe, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. You and I would not be sitting here doing this show if a planet on the other side of the universe weren't doing exactly what it was doing. Mm-hmm. Because all of it holds together. It's all one system. Mm-hmm. It also gives you some perspective as to, you know, if I get pissed off because somebody cuts me off in traffic, it's really no, no big deal. It's, it's not a big deal. <laughs> well, again... When go- you try to conceive of all of that, you know. Well, again, going back to Scripture... Where he says it's all held together by his word. Right. He's the one holding it together. And if he ever decides, I'm done holding this together, it all falls apart. Right. But, you know, the other thing that that, the the enormity of it really shows us as far as Scripture is that everything that happens in the universe affects everything that happens in the universe. Okay? Every word you say and every choice that I make has a ripple effect to, to everything else, I believe. That's what I mean when I say it's all interconnected. So when you say that, uh, you know, you look at the, the philosophy of Jesus, which was really love and mercy and forgiveness and, you know, be loving on your neighbor like you love yourself. You know, if we all really lived that way, life on planet Earth would get a lot better and it would have ripple effects throughout the entire universe. See what I'm saying? It's all connected. Every choice that every human makes 
affects all of it. And uh, and I think that's really, as far as God's masterpiece, that really kind of takes my breath away. Plus, I do have the questions, like, well, what the hell? What is it? Mm-hmm. What is it? Right. Well, again, it's a reflection of the glory of God. That's what I, it I is. Get, I understand that. Yeah. But what are you are you talking? Yeah, you're talking about in a you're talking about in a physical, in a physical here now time way, sense. Yeah. What, what is that? What is all of that? Yeah, right. Yeah. And that we're fi- you know we're finding that out slowly but right. surely. We got a long way to go. Oh hell yeah! You know I've always said that Scripture is way ahead, way ahead of of science. Oh and yeah. And science is just now starting to catch up a little bit to Scripture. You know, uh, Psalm one thirty nine is very clear. You were created in the image of God prior to this world even being conceived. Right, it's, right. Scripture's clear on that. Well, now science is starting to find out that, yeah, that's a baby inside the womb. That's a baby. Right, and, right. And from early on, when, when 20, 30 years ago, we didn't have the type of you know, technology to identify that as surely a baby that's inside the womb. We know, we know it right, is now. Right, right. We know it is now. Well, so science is catching up with science with is, and, and especially, and, and just to go kind of go back to the ripple effect of of how all the choices that we make affect everything else, and that's why I think uh, uh, Jesus, a lot of his uh, uh, preaching, a lot of his uh, teaching was based on how we make choices, how we relate to each other, and how we make choices, and what's the right thing to choose, and what's the wrong thing to choose, and you go down to the quantum level. Of uh, of stuff because that's just as fascinating as the macro and seeing the universe you know as big you go down to the quantum level you understand that and this is getting a little heady but mass and energy interact and are inseparable so in other words you really do affect at the molecular level everything that's in the universe because all of it's made of the same stuff well talking about his his philosophy his philosophy obviously came from Hillel and he was a teacher of Hillel and that is whatever you give out you're going to get back whatever you get out you're going to get back you know treat others as you want to be treated etc well yeah and that was a, it has of, a ripple effect yeah it was a teaching of Hillel but he also came to reveal God himself because he was God and he came right. to show what God is like and uh, you know because the people had been living for so long worshiping a God that they could not relate to on a personal level because right. they didn't get it. They also came for the uh, the ultimate purpose to save people from their sins. That's why he came, and that's the and he said that over and over again. I am here to go to the cross. That's my main reason for coming here. And through that, when you believe in me and you trust in me and what I've done here at the cross and and got out of the grave three days later, you too can have this life. Well, I'd agree. And again, quantum physics and also the macro science of, of the universe entire really kind of supports that idea. Because what if because there had to be a way that Jesus resurrected, physical way that, make, that would make sense, because I think everything makes sense. Everything in God's universe makes sense. It really does. So as far as rising from the grave, if it, and God certainly would be able to do this in human form, you can reorganize... <laughs> Your quantum particles, well, <laughs> your mo- your molecular structure maybe. to go back to just will yourself back into existence. Maybe, maybe that's what it was, but at it, it just a very basic level, it was God saying, "Get up!" Right, right, and, and that's right. the very basic of it. And that's and and we, we we can get into the you know the the secret type stuff and the law of attraction type stuff and the Joseph Mercy uh, jo- Joseph Murphy um, uh, you know power of the subconscious mind type stuff and we can get into all that. But at the very ba- or, or even uh, the guys who did the mind science stuff for so many years, there were so many of those guys that taught mind sciences over the years. We can get into all that, but the basic form of scripture is God is all powerful. He's in control of every last bit of it. And if he says resurrect and live again, guess what? You're going to resurrect and live right, again. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, it's just it's fascinating stuff, isn't it? It really is, and it's a, it's a beautiful picture. The picture's unbelievable. It's, I mean, those are all little galaxies. But you know what it does? It teaches us just how small we are. Well, yeah. <laughs> we little bitty things. <laughs> and, and we just think we're the center of it all most we of do. the time. You know what I mean? It's we, like, nah. That's it. That's the message right there. You're not the center at all. <laughs> There's much Far more out it. there. That's yep, right. Yep. All right. So I want to ask you a very important question. Do you use that bathtub in there? Probably not that often, but maybe even never. Well, if you have one of those old garden tubs or a tub-shower combo that you never use, you should think about upgrading to a beautiful, stylish walk-in shower from Safe Showers. Now, it's not inexpensive fiberglass or acrylic like one of those flimsy overlay systems that you see on TV. No, 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 no. All those guys are advertising right now. That's uh, pretty much a fall-apart, inexpensive fiberglass piece of junk. 
not safe showers. They will completely remove your old tub right down to the studs, install a beautiful designer walk-in shower in just a few days. You get to choose from options like natural stone-style wall panels or glass doors, designer fixtures, shower seats, shelving, and then on and on the list goes. And right now you can take advantage of big savings during safe showers, bath makeover event, get half-off installation of a new walk-in shower or bathtub, and interest-free financing for qualified buyers. Senior, military, and first responder discounts available as well. Get a free in-home design consultation from Safe Showers. Call 210-655-1111. AccuWeather's going to be hot. Small chance of rain. Well, it's actually some happening around town right now. That's good. And 103 for the high today. 80 right now at KTSA. So, real quick, before I want to talk about this dad in Florida talking to the school board. Sure. I just got to tell a story about this song, though. It's a sure. great song, uh, The Looking Glass and Brandy, right? right. And so, th- th- this is typical. For everybody who doesn't know how it works, back in the day, the record companies, they would choose what songs to release, and then they would tell you know they would tell the radio stations, this is what we want you to play. Right. And uh, so they released a single by these guys, The Looking Glass, and they sent it to a station in uh, Washington, D.C., as a matter of fact, up there where, where you're from. And uh, the DJ on the air said, mm, no, and he played a different song off the album, which was this. <laughs> wow. Because this was not supposed to be right. the song the record company wanted. And when he did, the phones just went crazy, lit up. Play that again, play right. that again, play that again. Well, he calls the record company and tells the record company, you know, you really need to play this brand new. You need to be pushing this. No, that's a horrible song. Nobody ever listened to that song. All <laughs> right. Sure. Never trust the suits, man. Say it, man. When it suits comes to get creative uh, choices. There you go. Great yeah. But he had what a, it, it's a story song, and those are the best ones. Yep, yep, absolutely. Florida School Board turned off Dad's microphone. What did the Dad do? This is in Clay County in Florida. He shows up, and he says, I got a book here. And the book is called Lucky by Alice oh, Siebold. And so he starts to read uh, excerpts of the book. And uh, before he does, he says, if you've got children around, you may want to cover the ears. <laughs> and person sitting up on the dais at the uh, school board says i'm gonna have to stop you right there sir turn off his microphone turn it off right now (laughs) and he says the daddy says why well the problem is sir these meetings are broadcast there are people at home that are watching it right now they're watching it on youtube as well there are people who are watching it on community television and he said so and he said the guy at the School board said there are federal and state laws that prohibit you from saying these things that are getting out to, on the television. There's state laws prohibiting federal communication laws. FCC prohibit you from saying this to a child. You don't have the ability at this point to determine who's watching this television show. And for you to say, everybody just cover your ears, well, that doesn't cut it. And the dad said, hold on just a minute. No, no, no. You'll get it back. I'll give you the, the microphone back in just a couple of seconds. But you cannot read this porn, oh. this porn into the public television set. Wow. Guy really goes off on that, didn't he? He went off on the dad. Right. Saying, this is porn. This is porn. You can't read this. It's going out over on television and everything <laughs> else. It was a book from his son's school. Yep. <laughs> God. Well, I mean, you know, just by virtue of the fact the guy went on and on and on about state law and FCC stuff tells you he, know, he knows exactly what the book is and why he doesn't want the guy reading it. I mean, you know, you, you, can, could, read, you can read it in a library, huh? You can. It's a school. <laughs> the school. You could go over right now to a library at a school, and right. you could grab a book and come read it on this station, and in 15 minutes, the station would be taken off the air. We'd be, uh, or we, we'd be fined and fired, I mean, immediately. Lose your license. Immediately, yeah. So, but you can have it in the, in the, in the school library. That's right. You can, and and they that, read it to the children. See, that's, that's where the whole thing breaks apart. Of course it does. Okay, you, handing a kid a book like that on the street would be a crime. If I had that book and I just walked down the street and found some kid and gave it to him, I'd be guilty of a crime. Remember when they used to sell Hustler, Penthouse, Playboy, all those at the at the Circle K or yes, whatever? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> well, you couldn't buy that. They put them behind. The, I don't know right. where it was up there, but in Texas, they put it behind the counter and it had to be covered. It, it couldn't even have oh, the... Wow. They'd we, cover them. We had, you, you, they would put them on the shelves, but they'd have like little wooden boards in front of them. No, so this was the behind covers. the counter, man. Wow. And so if kids came in, no, sir, can't, right. you can't sell that to a kid. And that's the reason why. Right. That's exactly the reason why. Uh, but no, it's okay. It's in school, and I can't read it on television, but a, a teacher can read it to my son. That was the dad's point. Right. That's, that's a bunch of crap. It is a bunch of crap.
Well, again, how, how they just, and why more people aren't getting busted? See, I think people need to be charged. Of course I think, they I do. If you're, if, you're, if you're offering that to minors, okay, whosever decision it is should be charged with a crime. Well, it's not only that, but they're, I mean, they're bringing in the, the dancers, whatever oh, the they're queen, called. The, the drag queens. Yes, and all that. oh, that's, that's one of the biggest days in public schools uh. now. And I realize, when I say public schools, I realize we're painting with a broad brush. This is not at every public school. No, but the, the school district where my granddaughter's in, we do, we, you know, we do all the research and stuff. They're great. They're really, but, really on top of it. But it's happening in more schools than you realize. Yes, sir, it is. Yeah. It's, sir, and, and since this is a nationwide show, we have to talk about the fact that this is going on in places like Clay County, Florida. Right, right. No, it's it's uh, it's it's bad. And I, again, I don't understand why more people aren't getting arrested. Well, I do understand why people aren't getting arrested. Uh, it's politics. Sure it is. Uh, because y- y- you start arresting people, and then what if one of the teachers that reads this is trans or gay, then they make it make it into a discrimination thing, and blah, blah, stinking blah. But, man, if it's a crime outside the school, it should be a crime inside the school. If you can't read it on television, yeah, what makes who was the numb nut, the numb skull, who thought it would be okay to put it in a school library for, for the librarian they, or teacher to read it to the kids when you can't even read it on TV? Because they want to normalize it for the kids. Well, of course they do. We know that. Yeah. But, again, you should look at the letter of the law. And if you can't do it outside the school, why should you be able to do it inside the school? And what I want to see is a movement all across this country of parents doing the exact same thing. Yeah, we need more of that. More parents (laughs) going to these school board meetings and saying, look what I found in my kid's library. Yeah. You know? We need more of that. Yeah. It's up to the parents. Shut it down. And th- this is, again, when you, th- another uh, example of how the government is your worst enemy as a domestic terror, and that they targeted these parents. They have targeted these parents. And do you think that was... domestic terrorists. Do you think that was a conservative Republican that put that in there? No. It was a liberal Democrat, I'm quite sure. I'll bet, I'll bet you, and there's not, not much in my wallet right now, but I'll bet you whatever's in there. <laughs> no, it was a, It was a liberal Democrat who put that in there. Absolutely. So when I say the Democrats in this country are the biggest threat we have to this country today, the biggest threat we have are Democrats, and they got to be removed from power in November. No, oh, absolutely. And if you are a Democrat, you know, and you're listening to this show because you hate yourself, you know, wait, wait, are you cool with this? Are, if you're a Democrat, are you cool with pornography basically being offered to kids in the school library? Yes, they are. And I, because I'd like to get somebody on the air to explain why they're cool with that. Because it's about what the guy told me yesterday, and that is deconstructing America and right. rebuilding into that Marxist ideal. And and one of the things you have to do is make everybody poor. Well, look what they're doing. Well, they're doing an excellent job of that. They are. I want to tell you about our friends over at Lifestyles Unlimited. Lifestyles Unlimited allows you to take control of your future and the future of your children and grandchildren, and on and on it goes. By teaching you how to invest in real estate. Look at the stock market. Look at that. Yeah, you don't want to be in that middle of that mess. No. What you want to do is uh, see our friends at Lifestyles Unlimited, really cool group of folks that want to teach you how to invest in real estate. People are always going to have to have a place to live. And, and you won't be subjected to the whims of these big bankers on Wall Street that actually control the numbers. You know that's not real up there. They're messing with you when you talk about the stock market. No, real estate is ongoing. Real estate people are always going to need. And you can learn step-by-step how to successfully invest in single-family and multifamily properties by logging on to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code WHERE. This is not a teaser seminar. This is not some, hey, here's a little bit of info. No, this is the whole enchilada. You're going to learn what you need to know to get started in uh, investing in real estate. Uh, that's financialfreedomlivestream.com, promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. 